Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fa- fucking what? <laughs> my, my fat friends here. My, my foul my, friends. My, my, fa- <laughs> my fabulous friends. My... <laughs> My Flash family are going uh, through nice. every single issue. I didn't know what you're every saying. Every single volume of the Flash Rebirth. This week, somehow, we are going through issues <laughs> 9 through 13 of the Flash, a.k.a. volume 2 of the Flash Rebirth run, entitled The Speed of Darkness. And I'm joined by the only two people who I would trust to run headfirst into an entire realm of pitch black darkness just to see if I can save my favorite redhead. First off, he is the man who sometimes is a villain, sometimes is a hero, but is always impeccably dressed. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. My name is The Shade. I know, I, I, I thought like I was going to do it for the episode, but I, I don't have anything for The Shade. Uh, the Shade's cool, though. Everyone likes him. He's dope. I like him. Go yeah. go the guy who played him on Stargirl, because he's so fucking ruled good. and made me oh, like that character. So I never really good. cared much for The Shade uh, until that performance. I was like, holy shit, The Shade rules. <laughs> he's just camp. He's theater. He's he's, he's so He's so theater. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't told him my real name yet, but he's getting really close with the guessing. It's Jacob Brown. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's hyperactive. It's a super hyperactive intensity uh, teammate, also known as the shit. Whoa! Pretty, pretty close. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Close. Pretty good. I love it. It's pretty love good. It. Uh, gentlemen, we are tackling volume two of the Flash Rebirth run, a much shorter read than last week where we tackled, wouldn't you know it, 10 issues. We are yep. cutting it in half and just doing five, but this has one of my favorite issues of the entire run so far. It has one real cracker in there. It's it's real it's real good stuff. It's real good stuff. I didn't mean in like a weird way. <laughs> I just mean like it's real good. <laughs> it has one real crack of an issue in there. <laughs> Are you saying because the other wallet? No, we're 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 gonna move. No, past it. Move it wasn't. Past it. it wasn't. <laughs> I promise, I wasn't. <laughs> it just has one real banger of an issue in there. <laughs> so. We are going to be going through this. Um, this 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 volume's interesting because I feel like the first volume really got us, you know, no pun intended, really hit the ground running, and it gave us this great new villain in Godspeed, set up the new status quo, and in DC Universe Rebirth number number zero number one yeah it zero. really like one? set the stage for the entire rebirth era this one is not quite that this one slows it down it sure <laughs> does slow down baby some complete opposite of the flash around here just yeah, yeah. Yep. savitar came and stole everybody's speed and yeah. now we are 
trudging <laughs> along. But honestly, um, this feels, and and we've referenced this before, but this feels like, you know, what you would get in a typical season of The Flash. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. Like especially like the shade three-parter like feels like something you would see in the flash tv show Mm -hmm. yeah which i don't know if you're aware but the shade did pop up in the flash it was not as good as star girl and we're gonna leave it at that did he what he did yeah i don't remember that too i don't remember that it was like season four i think it was season three or four um it's literally just a one episode shade thing and it's not nearly oh. as cool as the shade in Stargirl. i literally do not remember that yeah, whatsoever same. which is that's why crazy we remember the one in star girl because it was very good very keen <laughs> very uh, keen. i am i am just about to finish my rewatch of season two of Flash. Oh, last boy. episode to do uh i forgot how much of a banger that season is i season told two, you we've ooh. had this conversation i multiple know times before and i've always I know. said i think like season two might be better than season one i and think it might be better than season one it's very it close did, it did because get incrementally better yeah the it's zoom good. stuff once yeah. zoom is like revealed you get some prime acting there Dude, he is so, <laughs> He's so good. good he is so good teddy sears and i met him at comic-con years ago very cool dude just it's oh man so sweet that's that's season rules it's not good that he's super hot once he's revealed to be zoom right like oh yeah like when he's pretending to be jay he's not hot he's not he's he's kind of hot like maybe it's because he he gets the haircut halfway through the season that's true the haircut does help because the long hair was bad hair matters yes Oh, good season. Great season. matters. Great season. (laughs) So let's dive into this. We've got five issues to tackle. We're going to kick things off with chapter nine. I love this issue. And so... Chapter nine with the best cover. Uh, Maybe the best cover of the run so far? Maybe the best cover of the run so far. So good. Because it has the credit of Carmine after Carmine. Yep, yeah. <laughs> which rules? Carmine to Carmine. I <laughs> love that. Rules. <laughs> and also, as a quick aside, a quick shout: um, Owen likes comics on uh, on YouTube is going to oh. be dropping in a video next week on Flash of Two Worlds issue twenty three, kind of the birth of the multiverse oh, as we sick. know it in comic books. So Perfect. go check yeah. that out. This cover homages that in. But instead of a random citizen being saved by Barry Allen and Jay Garrick, it's Barry Allen being saved by Wally West and Wally West. Hell yeah. It's Wall- It's too Wally, too furious around here. Hell yeah, and- it is. And it's all about family. 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 So family. it's interesting, too, because you mentioned Carmine, uh, Carmine D. Jan Domenico, who Woo! does the covers this volume. I did it. But does not do any of the interiors nope nope i think he'll be back next volume so an important thing to remember with this right now double shipping yes Uh, rebirth era is the era of double shipping all dc titles are 2.99 and double shipping and 20 pages each so uh i missed the 2.99 
Oh, so boy, holding life. the line at two ninety nine, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no way. We're getting those four, five, seven ninety nine comics. Yeah, can't wait for Ultimate basis. Invasion at the end of the month. Eight ninety nine, which is a great time to tell you we're currently running Ultimate June Invasion on the Wednesday podcast. So make sure you tune Whoa. in for that. Malcolm was in this week's episode. It was great. Whoa, we talked Miles Morales. We talked the Morales kid, the future of international espionage. He's there. He's in there. He is the future of international espionage. That's the important thing to remember. That's if if you take nothing else from Miles Morales as a character, just know that he is the future of international espionage. Oh, yeah, I did. It was crazy when that came up in the movie. Oh, spoilers, spoilers. Oh, Whoa, God. spoilers for Across the Spider Verse. Oh, that cable post credit scene was wild. Whoa, shit, spoilers, spoilers. If that shit is not in there. Oh my God, <laughs> that movie is immediately a failure in my point. <laughs> and I never want any more sequels after that. It can better you, be fucking in there. Can you imagine Cable in the Across the Spider Verse style art? Yes, like that yes, animation style. Him with just yeah. the gigantic shoulder pads. Yes, yeah. I want it. He would I look like twenty ninety nine. How twenty ninety nine is like super thick on top. Yeah, but then like real little on the bottom. Yeah, He's yeah. yeah. Chris Anka designed Cable. Hell yeah. His, eye, <laughs> his eyes got to be constantly in like a spark. You know, yeah, like, like constantly crackling. like it oh yeah, the, or like kind of like the glare, the lens glare constantly. In, in. <laughs> his Hell eye yeah. just causes lens flares. Exactly. That'd be sick. Constantly. It'd just be so funny. And he always just pulls out a bigger gun, even when they're not like fighting. <laughs> when they're just talking, so he just doing? pulls out guns casually and is like reloading them and stuff. That'd be yeah. so sick. And every time they cut back to him, he has a new pouch somewhere. <laughs> he's pulling, yeah, like a new he's pouch just pulling guns just... out of pouches. Like... <laughs> that'd All these pouches so have tight. the Mary Poppins oh, effect where it's just like yeah. a little pouch and he whips that'd out. Be... So sick. I need it into the Spider Verse, but for all the time travel shenanigans for the X Men ASAP. That would be awesome. (laughs) Oh man! But talking about the Flash, this issue, this chapter specifically, is uh, drawn by Jorge Corona, and it's funny because I believe Jorge Corona is still doing stuff. I, I feel like I read a book with his name on it recently. Yeah, he, he was doing uh, Batgirls, oh. the almost concluded Batgirls series. Almost, almost concluded. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his That's art has that. changed a lot. Yes. From this, yes, he's and gotten again, better. This, this is this is the interesting thing about like reading these runs that are you know uh, over half a decade old. You know, you get to see kind of the evolution of these comics when it comes to the writing, when it comes to the art. And Corona's art absolutely has changed a bunch. But Mm -hmm. it's still, you can kind of see the DNA in the... It's not as big of a jump from the Jan Domenico art as other artists are. And I kind of dig that for continuity's sake. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of half hate it and half love it. Just because of like, because <laughs> because it's really weird looking, but it reminds me of uh, smear animation. If you know what that means, it's like, a little like how, bit like how uh, in between takes in terms of animation, they used to like smear the like paint so that way it kind of meshes yeah. to a, like form yeah. movement. Yeah, uh, I can see lot, that. 
you know what i mean it's yeah it's, it's particularly sure. like when like barry is in uh it, it's that one panel when barry is like having like that uh speed force vision of like all his villains yeah. and stuff and everything like i was just like oh that's kind of kind of it's really kind of neatly animated some way yeah um, i agree that's a good pull yeah so we start chapter nine in central city on halloween we we see barry iris and wally our three pro tags in this rebirth series doing their thing learning kid flash is officially the flash's protege but he does not know very keenly he does not know that Barry Allen is the Flash. Only Barry knows all the cards, with the exception that he does not know that Iris knows that Wally is Kid Flash. Yep. Which is really funny because it's, it's real a fun, TV shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun dynamic where all three of them are keeping secrets from each other. Yeah. What is this, a CW show? Ha! <laughs> no, those don't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh. what a time! It's just sports, baby. Oh. That's a, yeah, that's a time now. It's really like sad. that doesn't exist. It's a time it's just, in the past now. Yeah, it's just I know. Sports, baby. Yeah. Oh man, I never thought we'd Yikes. be in this. I never thought we'd be in this time where like that doesn't happen anymore. Especially not mm -hmm. in 2016, where it's just mean? like, here we go. We're about to do invasion when it comes to the yep. the you know cw crossover yeah we're doing tomorrow. yearly crossovers with all this shit now yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah miss, we're like i miss sky goes I, up i miss that so much that was like the best part of every like season and year it's just like yeah crisis on earth x yeah crisis the marriage of iris the and best one arguably i think you know that's fair yeah that's fair i think I, that's, I think that might be the best one if it had a better Flash costume, I would maybe agree. Whoa! But it doesn't. So Whoa! The jacket one is good. Let jacket live, one bro. sucks. And I will <laughs> die on this bro. It's solid. I will, I will die on it's this It's not the hill. best, but it's solid. I, I will die I, on this I, I will. I will be ripped back into the speed force on this hill. I will do that. <laughs> Instead of someone like taking the big old cane and yanking you off the stage, I'm just yanked back into the speed force. You get pulled into the speed force? Yeah. So we see uh, Barry and Wally doing their thing, and... At a certain point, they are rescuing cars from a bridge. You know superheroes love rescuing people on bridges. When all of a sudden, Wallace meets Wally. And we get the sickest Wally West costume as he runs in here like a bat out of hell. The Scarlet Speedster Wally West runs in. And we true. get the, the title costume. of the story, Kid Flash of Two Worlds. But but that's not the second. And it's costume. really cool to see the three <laughs> flashes all together. This is our, you know, our rebirth style flash family. Yeah, and there's two bad costumes. Here. It's really I'm cool seeing <laughs> three really great flashes. 
with two good costumes. One with, with the one other good one, costume, of course, not Flash's being costume. Barry Allen's. But one, one, during one, one, the one aftermath costume. of the rescue, we get to see Barry, who is objectively in the worst costume, gets this Speed Force vision. I'll give gets... you that. He is in the worst costume. <laughs> I will give and you we, that. And we see Barry get this struck by the Speed Force vision. We see Grodd. We see the Rogues. We see the Shade. We see a flash city we see a very interesting speed force formula and at the top for some reason we see the ruins of gallifrey and i just (laughs) (laughs) i love books Post time war or pre time war? Oh, post time uh, war. That's for sure. the war. Oh, broken. yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, the dome is for broken. sure. Yeah, the yeah, doctor yeah. is walking away from that right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now, with his guitar strapped on his back. For <laughs> sure. Yep. Yeah, actually, this is 2016. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. <laughs> that, say, yeah. that is absolutely, absolutely that shot right there. Yeah, as he's putting on his sunglasses, he's like yeah. leaving. That's like an so wild. Era. I didn't realize that's exactly what that looks like. That is just mm-hmm. Gallifrey. That's the Holy only thing shit. I saw. Holy shit. But I love when books do this, when they're like, here's a tease of our entire season. Oh, yeah. yeah, me too and it's it's cool we see the speed force essentially warning barry of the threats to come and we get to see wally and wallace have to pull barry as he is getting basically ripped back in the speed force but not before a voice begins to emanate from barry's mouth and it's not his voice and i love see we we were bagging on the corona art earlier but I love the echo around him. The echo the is lightning sick. Because That's you can see cool it's not him yeah. saying these things. And this is where Barry Not Barry reveals to Wallace that his Uncle Daniel is actually his daddy Daniel. How did he not figure that out? I, I don't understand. It, you know, I still don't understand how he, like, who do he think his parents were? Who do you think his dad was? Like, what? Huh? There ain't that many people. Like, it's so confusing. What? There ain't that many people. You know, he's a he's a he's a dumb high schooler. We're all dumb high schoolers. He shouldn't be that fucking dumb. (laughs) It all happened. Hey, Um, look! It took years, years for anybody to figure out that Clark Kent was Superman. So he's what? Okay. Exactly. Wait, the the Daily Planet reporter, Clark Kent? No. Yeah. That yeah, doofus? Yeah. The guy like, who trips over up. everything? Like for oh, real guys. Dude, like, I'm no. telling you. He's not, no. It's totally oh, him. No, he's I what are you talking him. about? This is like that one time you were trying This is like that one time you were trying to tell us there was more than one Green Lantern. No, like no, fake no. news. Here, that, fake news. Well, that's like that's Get like alien. That's like alien like UFO sightings. But like but this, no, come on. I saw Clark Kent. I've seen Clark Kent fall down an elevator shaft. And then from the other side, all of a sudden, Superman just came out. I was. You don't think sure. he rescued him? Put I him back on the I'm already certain Superman just always, like, that's, he probably has one of those, uh, he rescues those watches that, what's, uh, well, what's, what's the boy's name? Olsen. Uh, Jackie Olsen. Oh, yeah. Olsen. Yeah. Jackie Olsen. Olsen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jackie Olsen Haley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we see for the briefest of moments 
Asbury is struggling with this weird corruption of the Speed Force, a figure pop out from behind him mm-hmm. with ultimate hater energy. Oh, 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 you can smell the hate game. Oh, as he shit, whispers, you can smell the hate game. You are destined to run alone forever. I've seen your future. And it's it's just so cool. Like seeing how much that character has impacted Barry and continues to still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh can I can I submit something for uh for the panel? Please. Uh I like to think that comics reverse flash sounds like Ghostface in the screen movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you like scary movies? <laughs> Just like, you are destined to run alone forever. I've seen your future. You know, I, 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 I just think it works. I like it. I also do, though, enjoy Neil Neil McDonough's Reverse Flash from the Flashpoint movie. Oh, oh yeah, that was Neil yeah. McDonough. No, no, no. That's C. Thomas Howell. Is it? I think it's C. Thomas Howell, because then he goes on to do it in, like, another movie or two. Uh, Let me look at this. Let's let's look it up. Let's look it up. I want to say C. Thomas Howell, the the best construction worker from Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was just going to say, is that the construction worker? (laughs) Call the boys. Call everybody. Call Gorowski. We're working overtime. Oh, God. He's not going to make it. He's gonna He's make gonna it. Make it. <laughs> You're right, see Thomas Howell. You're right. Uh, Boom, awesome. baby. Boom. When did Neil McDonough? Wow. Neil McDonough. I missed... swear Neil McDonough did do him at some point, though. Right. right? What a missed I don't know. opportunity in the '90s to make see Thomas Howell as Reverse Flash. Dude, him being John Wesley Ship's Reverse Flash. Yes, that's what oh, I'm talking about. Sick. That would have oh, been sick. Incredible. That is so good. That's that all I see sick. now. That's all I see now in this comic. Shit. Now. Thank you. You know what? Do it now, just with him as the rival. Fuck. For John Wesley Ship's Jake Eric. Fuck. I'm into that idea. Yeah. I could fuck with that. I could fuck with that hard. Bro, seriously, like, they were talking about, I don't know if you guys heard this, um, but they were doing interviews with, um, I forget his name, he played, he's Wells, Eobard Thawne. Oh yeah, Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh, thank you. About him wanting to now do a reverse Flash spinoff of the show. Yeah, which which I think would be fucking rad. (laughs) Going through his personal timeline. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. (laughs) And you bring back Matt Lesher because he's objectively the better reverse Flash. But what I would be super interested in is an Earth 3 show where we see older Jay Garrick training characters like Jesse Quick, Avery Ho, Mm. Jess Mm. Chambers, like... That's what I want. I want mm. to see it. But either way, uh, we we see I'm that. Miss it all. Me too. We see the two <laughs> Wallies able to pull Barry back from the corruption of whatever was going on with the Speed Force. Though I do kind of love we see as you know they're able to pull him out with the lightning crackle. We get that fun little jack o' lantern like pumpkin grin behind the uh, behind the lightning. Yeah, it's fun. What? Where? It's pretty cool. Where, where is that? Is it? Is in yeah, the? the like is a... in the cocoon? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like right, right above like the cocoon. Right above the cocoon. 
like old jack-o'-lantern face oh shit yeah you're right oh my yeah. god that's because it's halloween I didn't even notice that because it's, yeah. it's a creepy kind of day <laughs> yeah with the creep crew creeping the tombstone square spooks come out for a swinging wake okay all right <laughs> <laughs> so Toxic. in the aftermath of all this they're able to save barry but wally is destroyed by this revelation about the reverse flash being his dad so he runs he he gives us the old peter parker special runs Daddy? off into the night yeah exactly yeah 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 and so we cut over to october 31st central city oh no arbor day <laughs> and we get the <laughs> we get uh something in the way as we see wallace co- going through the crowds on halloween night in his hoodie Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's immediately what i thought of and i fucking loved it i was like yes i'm ready for this <laughs> oh my god i'm don't, ready don't, for put, this. don't put that on anybody come on oh, i i i don't, want, I don't oh, want superman to show up in the batman anymore i want the flash to show up yeah I, w- I, w- I want the flash to get the uh the the batman treatment the batman treatment. no i and do so not need we- that yeah. No. No. Yeah. Go so, ahead and take that back. I hope you still have the receipt. We <laughs> we see uh we see Wallace run into his his boy his boy Chunk, which is just an unfortunate name. His his boy Chunk. It's <laughs> interesting that Chunk is so young. Mm-hmm. Like oh, this no. is like this is a this is a Wally West character. Yes, yeah. we have to acknowledge this is a Wally West yeah. character from the old world. The old school. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting that here he is and he's young and he associates with Lil Wallace. That's interesting. Yeah. I was also, also going to say, a... why is this strangely parallel uh, parallel to uh, Ganky and Miles right Ganky now? Ganky and Miles. It's so yeah. funny. I had that exact same thought. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. It's weird. Yeah. And it is weird, and maybe it's just because I'm replaying it right now, but when I'm listening to uh or when I'm reading Wallace, I hear Miles' voice from the game. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool. I it's actually cool. I had to actually stop a couple of times because I kept thinking that I was reading Miles Morales for yeah, like a wait a second. times. It's <laughs> kind of wait. unfortunate. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> But so we see uh, his friend Chunk. There's also a fun little uh, Easter egg. If you look at that uh, that panel, uh, that's pretty much Avery Ho's Flash costume. Yeah, yeah, kind of interesting. interesting. Right next to the uh, the Saiyan from Dragon Ball Z, and mm. Chunk is <laughs> yeah. wearing a Superman costume. Love the references. Um, and they're like, "Oh man, we gotta go." You know, we we've been playing D and D at the shop, and chunk obviously works at a comic shop which i fucking love that's pretty cool and then we see this random guy walk up to them and he's like wally can we talk and chunk's a good friend he's just like you know this guy or is this this just some this some mook who's coming up trying to talk to a high schooler what's going on it's kind of sick and so wallace is like no no we got this and so the two wallies get to meet and i love that wallace is like you know who i am he's like do you know who i am and he's like yeah your hair dude (laughs) like i 
you look exactly. Yes, yeah. I know who you are. Hey, Wallace and... is one to talk with that fucking lightning bolt. I know. Part. <laughs> He's one to fucking talk. How does no one connect the goddamn dots there? <laughs> And so the two Wallies get to kind of have a little Wally summit where they talk about their their backstories, their histories. I love every single time that Daniel West shows up in the background. He looks a little bit uglier and more deformed. He's so every ugly. Every single time. It's He's cool. so Still, shitty looking. A goaded reverse flash design. I don't care. Uh... I don't care. I don't care. Uh, but I think it's cool. It's like it's like the master when he was deteriorating and couldn't regenerate anymore. You know what I mean? That's what kind of this feels like. It's like he can't really physically reform his body from the speed force. It's kind yeah. of I just wish they had just said he was like the Black Flash or something. You know? Whoa! Hey! Whoa! whoa easy! Whoa! whoa easy! Whoa! 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 I just mean the welfare flash. That's all I mean. Whoa, yeah, no, 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 Because every podcast is someone's first podcast, we have to reiterate that Malcolm is black. Hi, I'm uh, black. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm holding up my black card right now. Has not been <laughs> that taken looks from heavy. Uh, you know what? It's kind of like the key to the Fortress of Solitude. It's heavy for everybody else. <laughs> it's pretty light for us. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed it's almost time for you to renew your subscription because it's getting close it to expiring. Absolutely, it absolutely is. We have to renew every Juneteenth. <laughs> absolutely oh is. Absolutely is. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, it's been like it's been like a, I mean it's really expired. It's been almost like the 1800s. Oh no, that's <laughs> I just looked it up, and that's next week. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah it is. So I better get on it. Yeah, you should. I better, I better I get on uh, renewing there. Good lord. Oh, fuck so, me. <laughs> so we see um, Wally tells Wallace about his backstory, about how his parents weren't any parents of the year either. Mm -hmm. And that's why he looked up so much to Iris in the same way that Wallace does. And so the two of them get to kind of commiserate, they get to bond, and then the two Wallies get to race off into Sorry, the night real, and do some... Sorry, real quick. What? Listen, listen, comic books. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with just regular suits. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with just having costumes. Can you tell now, movie I studios understand... that too? I understand that the and movie studios, please fucking listen to this. I understand <laughs> that, you know, the flashes have the ability to generate their suits through the speed force. That's cool. That's great. And I love that. I love that for them. But we don't need to have it appear on them like nanotech or some bullshit like ribbons. that. Where it's little ribbons that splice together like like come on. Come on. Cut it out. <laughs> this panel down here, they look stupid. They both look stupid right now. This is embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. And I hate it. 
That's all. I just wanted to stop. throw that out there. You know what? Think- yeah. Stop grounding everything that in science. Like everything has to be explained scientifically in these movies and like all that. Other yeah, stuff. it sucks. It just, 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 just let well, it happen. It's well, magic. It's magic we J- don't J- understand. Jacob, That's what it, science it's, is. It's, it's very simple. Our ancestors called it magic. Now we <sighs> call it science. Stop. But I come oh, from a world where they're one of the same. They're one of the same. <laughs> Listen. Rewatch I, Thor. Learning to walk again. So we see. Two Boilermakers. <laughs> so we see uh, the two flashes. Another. Off, and I do, I do genuinely love the two flashes running off i do like that double page spread and i wish yeah. we got more stories with them Thanks. even if it don't look like they actually running i don't know what wallace is doing he's flying but that ain't running he's flying he's 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 ezra miller running yeah yeah <laughs> he's definitely got the ezra miller run there gross floppy limbs <laughs> yeah so then we come to the best part of the issue which yep. is arguable because the entire issue has had Wally up the wazoo, but we see Barry and Wally sitting at a fountain and we find out that earlier in the issue, uh, Iris has been receiving flowers every week from anonymous, from an anonymous uh, admirer. Mm-hmm. And we find out that those flowers have been delivered every week by Wally, who still hasn't told Iris that he's back for fear of breaking reality, I guess. But as they're having this conversation, Wally's talking about, look, there's a lot more that's going on now because of all of the, you know, all the troubles that we've been having. I, you know, I found out that whatever unseen force put me into the speed force, it didn't make everyone forget me. Abracadabra did that. And we found this out in the in the Titans book because the first uh, the first arc of that book was the Titans reuniting and going against Abracadabra, and it being revealed that Abracadabra was the character that made everyone forget about Wally, and oh. he was a Titans villain who hated Wally, and so he's like, I'm gonna make everybody forget about you. But it still doesn't explain why he was trapped in the Speed Force because Abracadabra doesn't have that power. But so the two of them, both Barry and Wally, you know, continue to say, we are going to figure this out. We're going to find whoever's messing with the world. But as as Wally's kind of spiraling, saying, like, I don't know if we can beat this. Barry's like, hey, I don't think that we need to worry. Because when you were lost in the Speed Force, you said you saw something. And Wally's like, yeah. He's like, when you and Kid Flash saved me, I had one last vision. And we turned the page. He says, and I saw something in the Speed Force I don't think I was supposed to see. I don't know what it was, but it filled me with hope. And we see fucking Jay Garrick's helmet. Fuck yeah. When I tell you. Yeah. I am imme- the very next week that I was at the comic book shop. <laughs> this is the only thing I could talk about with Malcolm. <laughs> I was bouncing off the fucking walls. Fuck yeah. 
I would so I, rad because again we hadn't seen this Jay Garrick since Flashpoint. Yep. He disappeared. We had the Earth Two book, but that was a very different. That was basically a very different jackass. <laughs> it's it's basically uh, the <laughs> Ultimate Universe for DC Comics, and yeah. I it it just like Barry, it filled me with so much fucking hope to see yeah. that helmet. I'm like, he's coming. My boy is coming home. Yeah, I cannot mm-hmm. wait. Yeah. So that brings us to chapter ten. AKA the speed of darkness chapter one. Ooh. And we get a quick little, uh, quick little page summarizing the history of the shade. And I fucking love the shade because I am a sucker for gentlemen, thieves and gentlemen criminals. Hell yeah. I yeah. love yeah. that trope. Hell yeah. Yeah. And so we get the, you know, the backstory that the shade was a villain. Uh, he, eventually found someone he fell in love with. He left his criminal life behind, but that was a long time ago. In Central City, present day, Barry and Iris are doing a little jog, and we get to see another new artist, this one being Felipe Watanabe. And I really dig the art. Yeah. yeah. I, really I love this. I think this looks really good. Really, it's got a little really bit well. of like a it's got a little bit of like a manga influence to it. Yeah. Just as far strange. as like face shaping and stuff. Yeah. But I, I love it. I think it looks so clean. It's very American uh manga, very stuff. Yeah. 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 And so the two of them are jogging around. Um Iris is trying to get, you know, Barry to check in on Wally because he's having a rough time at school. He's not, you know, doing well with his grades he's skipping classes and he knows that wallace looks up to barry and he wants him to go talk to him so barry's like all right i'll I'll go check him out yo that's a really weird looking guy on the bench over there and the weird looking guy on the bench is in fact paper cut the newest little meta human on the scene here in central city he makes origami shapes and they are deadly that's the most CW sounding villain. That is the most CW sounding villain. Paper cut. Cisco oh. named him. It's paper yeah. cut. <laughs> and he has a very CW budget friendly power set as well. Yeah, exactly. He makes little origami shuriken that can actually kill people. And I love that immediately Iris is like, Barry, look out. Get behind me, you absolute goof. <laughs> it's so like his iris allen rules you mean what iris you west doing? sorry what did i what did i say iris huh you said what huh what did i Wait, say i actually missed what happened it, it, it sounds, <laughs> I, I blacked out there for a second sounds like you're uh having a little identity crisis there buddy oh it must be a speed force thing so oh. we see we see paper cut you know being a little a little doofus trying to get people to give up their money while he throws paper ninja stars at them. <laughs> but those ninja stars are caught by one Wallace West. Kid Flash! I love how exaggerated his lightning bolt has become since the start of the Teen Titans book. Because when he got the suit, it was a very <laughs> normal bolt. And now yep. it's stretching all across. Yep. I, I don't know. 
<laughs> There's no answer for that. <laughs> I love milk. Okay, good. The like, yep, explain- that's just what it is now. The, the explaining yep. machine has broken, guys. Great job. That's Good it. job, there's, guys. You broke the there's, machine. There's no answer. It. There's no answer this time. He's I'm, like, I'm cheesy this. looking He's at like, the... Nope. I'm cheesy <laughs> looking at the dot over Jeremy Barramy. This, is, <laughs> this broke me. <laughs> I will say, though, killer action figure. Does that killer action figure. Ah. It's a great fucking it's figure. A great figure. Uh, so we see, I love, uh, I love this intro because paper cuts just like, you got lucky catching those stars, but I can make paper razor sharp. That's why I call myself paper cut. And kid flash just goes, nice name. I hate paper cuts. And just wallops him right in the face. <laughs> it's just like, what is that? What is that line? <laughs> what is that line? And so. Wallace is, he's like, hey, I got this guy. I win. Immediately, Iris is like, shouldn't you be in school? Just in front of everybody. And he's like, uh, oh, jeez. It's all right. I got this guy, though. But then Papercut reveals that his power is not to control paper. It's to control trees. That's and- so stupid. <laughs> Why were you? You were in the park. Why didn't you just control the trees first? You he absolute does, jackass. He does say it hurts to use his power like that. And it's much yeah. easier for him to just do the little fucking paper shuriken. He should have just done the trees first. Be the Lorax. Speak for the trees. Go Be the for Lorax. It. Like, I hope Papercut shows up in the next Flash run just with that big Lorax mustache. That'd be sick. Oh, that'd be cool. He's like, remember sick. me? I speak for the trees. <laughs> the trees have no tongues, and I am their tongues now. Like, now whip that'd them be, shape. That'd be sick. He now calls himself Treebeard. Like, oh yeah he's like i'm paper cut no more paper cut <laughs> he says paper cut no more and you see him walking away from a trash can with this doofy jacket left in the trash can. <laughs> he says paper cut what a joke and then takes off stop. his <laughs> <laughs> he's like getting a haircut from all his he's cutting off his dreadlocks here he's trying, yeah, exactly he doesn't have the dreads anymore yeah. <laughs> and so Stupid. barry shows up as the flash kicks paper cuts ass immediately and is just like kid flash you and i need to have a conversation because prior to this he told kid flash hey you're not doing any of this without me okay and to to his point wallace said okay he's like i'm not i'm only gonna be kid flash when you're around and he deed broke their broke their agreement. He broke the agreement, mm-hmm. yeah. And so uh Barry For puts, once this isn't like one of those scenarios where it's just like I told you not to do this. And I was like, but we didn't really and it's one of those superhero. Oh, no, it's, it's actually it's pretty actually, cut and dry. Yeah, it really is cut and dry. <laughs> it's like we're a team, it's, you're learning from me. It's really refreshing, actually. It's not like the like I, I for once I was I was really happy about this moment. I think that's yeah. kind of why. <laughs> Solid. And so we see Barry put Papercut away at Iron Heights. Um, and then we get the reference again that the rogues are gone, which again references last one of my favorite panels from last week, where the rogues are just like a city full of speedsters. Fuck get the this. fuck out of here. We're getting out of here. 
Coast City sounds beautiful this time of year. We'll go to Opal. There's nobody in Opal. Nobody in Opal. Opal. Opal's not a real city. Opal nah, city. Come on. Nobody's there. And so Barry takes Wallace back to school and he tells him, look, as Kid Flash, you're grounded. Because I know about your bullshit with the Titans. He's like, what are you talking about? I've never been with the Teen Titans. He's like, look, dude, I know you're lying. I need to trust you. And Wallace hits him with the whammy of trust. You want to talk about trust? I don't even know your name. And then he goes inside to school. And so Barry is dealing with a lot right now. He's trying to track down the trail of Mina Dewan, formerly known as Fast Track, who is maybe alive. He keeps popping up in places where there are appearances of a female speedster. But every time he shows up, she's gone. Uh, meanwhile, in high school, uh, Gaki, uh, Chunk walks up to, <laughs> to Wallace and is like, dude, have you heard of the walking shadow? <laughs> and Wallace is like, no, dude, Halloween was last issue. He's like, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. People are getting terrorized by this thing. And so Iris West then goes later that night and grounds Wallace even more. So Wallace is grounded and Kid Flash is grounded. But Wallace gets this idea. He's like, if I just beat one rogue, Barry is going to see the value in me. What a jackass. Wait a second. (laughs) That walking shadow. How, How dangerous can a shadow be? So he races off into the night looking for this walking shadow and he sees a very sharp dressed man and he's like you're the problem here i'm kid flash and you're gonna and he turns around and babe wake up a new paralysis demon just dropped (laughs) this grotesque looking character dressed as the shade and it's it's it is uncomfortable to look at i just i don't like him I don't like yeah. his face. This it's is kind like, of a fucked up face. This is some Duke shit. I don't yes. like this. Yeah. Because exa- he's it's, got the top hat. Yeah. yeah, it's Babadook. That's what, I mean. yeah. that's what I'm exactly saying. Exactly what he is. This is exactly. Yeah. I, if I were to do like the shade in a movie, like I would 1000% make him look like this. Like some, yeah. some Babadook looking motherfucker. This is yeah. terrifying, Ugh. man. And so he you know sets the shadows upon wallace kid flash tries to run away but he is trapped in the realm of darkness darkness kid flash (laughs) continues to try to fight out of it uh chapter 11 he is trying to escape but can't escape the darkness meanwhile darkness Barry no one can is, no one can uh Barry is looking for Wallace he's like hey I want to kind of talk to him uh we get a moment where Iris is like hey uh don't look at my laptop and Barry sees that Iris is writing a screenplay for the flash yes <laughs> I think that's hysterical it's so love, good. That. love that and so they go up it's to probably a way better version like this early on before that we get the result that is like this year you know what i mean that's Just, the like, thing it's probably she... first draft you know yeah she's not writing it she's she's proofreading the lord and miller script for the flash from several <laughs> years ago oh, she probably yeah. the loves it yeah. she probably loves it she says wow this is actually pretty good it's pretty funny and pretty fun just in general yeah but you yeah. know what this script needs 
every other DC character. <laughs> Why make a Flash movie when you can have everyone in the movie? I'm just saying it makes a lot of sense that the hot goss is that Andy Muschietti is going to be directing the Batman movie since he clearly just wanted to make a Batman movie in the first <laughs> fucking place. <laughs> so they go upstairs to Wallace's room. Again, Barry is wearing that white moto jacket. And I just, yeah. again, who do you yeah, think you are? Yeah, he, who do I you keep, think you are? He I bought keep, that thing at a fucking thrift store, and he's getting the use out of it. He's, yeah, like he's like, I, that is a thirty-five dollars well spent. He said, "Holy <laughs> shit, this thing is easily two hundred dollars new, easily." I keep, I keep thinking he's, I keep thinking he's a paramedic or something like that. That's trying to like, it's like uh, somebody who's like a paramedic that's saying they're a paramedic but not. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I think wonder, it's supposed to look like the lab coat. I was yeah. going to say, I wonder if it's kind of supposed to be like, because Barry yeah. was always seen in a lab coat in the 60s. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's, that's just supposed the choice. To evoke it. I think this is what it is. Yeah, I was thinking it's just that this, this makes him look like Ryan Gosling in Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling wishes. Ryan Gosling, who would have been a pretty good Flash. Pretty a good pretty flash. good Barry Allen. I would have been was always like my pick for Aquaman, but would have been a pretty good Flash. Oh, interesting. Ooh, he was always, always my pick for Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Because huh. he looks like a shit. dude from Maine. Yes. <laughs> Describe what, that, what you mean by that, Malcolm. Ryan Gosling. He's just like a nice white guy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll that... admit it. <laughs> Listeners in Maine, that one was for you. Yeah. You all look like a Ken doll. That's what Malcolm is saying. Yeah. Congratulations. So Iris goes out looking for Wallace, can't find him. They find out that Wallace is gone. Um, Barry goes off. He's like, I'll go look for him. Then the flash shows up. I'm going to look for him. And how Iris does not know is hilarious to me. It drives me crazy like, that she even doesn't more know. so than <laughs> Ben Clark and Lois. Like, it drives me crazy. Iris doesn't know. It's it really grinds Barry's my Barry's so gears. fucking sloppy about it. He's How does Iris not know? God. And what so is this, what is this blatant like Superman costume doing in your closet, Clark? Uh, oh, it's my Halloween costume uh, from two years ago. Oh, well, that makes sense. All right. Anyway, let me you know could you never be Superman. <laughs> You're not the hunk that Superman is. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Face down the story. Oh, fuck. <laughs> At the camera, roll the credits. <laughs> so I'm just see... saying, the Flash TV show waited fucking like 19 episodes for Iris to know, and oh, then spent man. the rest of the series with Iris knowing. Yeah, that was a better choice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I thought I thought she knew who Wally. I thought she knew Wally was a Flash when she when she said like, "Aren't you supposed to be in school?" And I was like, "Oh shit, she knows. She finally knows." And then we get to this thing, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" She, well, she knows like know. Wally's the well, she Flash. Knows she knows like Wally's Wally's the Flash. She doesn't know about Barry. Because oh, remember, Barry, Wallace yeah, yeah. told her last yeah. volume. Well, still. Uh, but like, yeah, yeah. Th this is kind of, this is blatant. And so here we are. We are now going to be doing the Iris Clock. This will be tracking how many issues it takes for Iris West to figure out that Barry Allen is the Flash. Too Currently, many. the Iris Clock sits at 11 issues. <laughs> Too many. Come so, on. 
are we gonna are we gonna put money are we are we doing a pool in terms of like when, when i genuinely don't remember when she finds <laughs> i out. don't remember so Great, I, let's do this okay <laughs> okay what volumes do we think okay, okay. let's go no no no, okay. no no not volumes how many issues issues how yeah. many issues i'm, I'm gonna okay. write this down and listener you're gonna keep us you're gonna keep us honest how are we doing this? Are we doing this Price is Right rules? Like whoever's closest without going over wins? Or like, do you have to get yes. exactly on? I'm yeah, going to say yeah. that. I'm going to say yeah. that. Whoever gets the closest without going over. Okay. Jacob, how many issues do you think it will take for Iris to find out Barry's secret? I'm going to do one dollar, Bob. I mean, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do uh, 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 25. 25. 25 okay yeah, that's, 25. that's a great <laughs> that's a great that's it's a good it's a good quarter into the malcolm like, you could do the real real shitty thing Fuck. malcolm what is your pick <laughs> um do i'm it. gonna say 30 30 nice okay. okay good okay okay i'm liking this i'm liking this i am going to say 24 no i i am going to go because because we'll be ending on issue 13 i am going to say hmm, 25 30's a good pick i am gonna say 19 19 i I think next volume i am calling i'm calling a quick shot whoa okay okay i'm wrong i'm wrong listeners keep us honest keep us honest on this shit so i'm on 25 eric is on 19 and malcolm is on 30 all right and it's whoever gets the closest without going over price is right rule wins a no prize wins Wins a a flashback iris is white no iris is right (laughs) (laughs) slip of the tongue Oh, oh lord no. that's the only thing people are gonna remember about this episode no somebody, somebody get somebody take it and gift it and make uh, it no sound no i fully support a black iris nope, i can't anymore. wait to have candace Patton on at the end of the season no. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be wait. like so i heard, so i listened to your book club in the second episode you made an interesting comment <laughs> i'd love to dig into it <laughs> candace Patton, also, if you happen to be listening to this please come on i love you and i love you as iris and i feel like they boned you the entire series please oh, come on yeah. let's talk yeah. about it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. agree yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have our Iris's right uh, rules here. The countdown <laughs> clock continues. Uh, I'm just going to give you a spoiler. The countdown, the Iris clock is currently at 13. She does yeah, not find Iris out. Yeah, the Iris clock is at 13. Yeah. She is at 13. Yeah. Which so, is kind of insane. Because they make you kind of think that maybe she's going to find out. Very quickly. But not, not so. Not yet. Not so. Uh, so we see... We see Barry and Iris encounter the Shade, who is like, Kid Flash needs your help. He's in the shadows. And immediately Iris goes, in the shadows? And she runs into the shadows. Iris, what are you going to do? Iris, what are you going to do in there? Realistically, (laughs) what are you going to do? Barry runs in after her and finds himself in the Shadowlands. And is immediately chased down by Shadow Demons. 
uh, who look suspiciously like Lord Deathman minions. I just want to mention that. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, but very quickly, uh, Barry runs smack dab into Wallace, and Kid Flash is just like, oh my god, you're here. I've been here for days. And <laughs> Barry's like, like days? Dog, it's been like 45 minutes. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? It's only been 45 minutes. And so the two of them are like, okay, we need to find where Iris is. We need to figure out what's going on with the shade. And that's when the sharp dressed man arrives. And he's like, look, it's great to see you again, man. But I have a tragic backstory to tell you real quick, if you'll give me the time. And so we find out that the shade did give up, gave up his criminal life. For one hope, O'Dare. And you know what? I would too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh I would too. Dare I would. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because she's very clearly an Irish redhead and this green eyes. If you if you have listened to this oh, podcast yeah. for any any amount of time, you know that that's a serious issue for me. Oh yeah. That's a serious problem. I It'd and be a so, problem, laddie. And so we see, um, we see that he gave up his life. However, the shadows got hungry, hungry for crime, and so they started pulling off little little crimes and doing stuff on their own, hurting people. And unbeknownst the shade, he wasn't aware of all of this. Uh, but the shadows then began to rob banks with their little like gimmicked shade uh, doppelganger, which is the one that we saw earlier, the Babadook. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when Cash just started showing up at the shade's house, Hope was like, what the fuck is this? And she summarily uh, confronted him about it. And that's when the shadows attacked and ripped hope away from him and into the shadow realm. And so the shade has been in the shadow lands ever since looking for her. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Barry and Wallace are like, okay, look, I get it. I know how you feel. As Wallace, especially he's like, I felt, I get what you're saying. You are worried about, you know, your criminal past, your life coming back to haunt you. You are leading this double life and you're ashamed of a part of yourself. I get that. I do. My uncle, now my dad, was the reverse Flash. Or as Malcolm would call him, the Black Flash. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just the want blash. you to know the Blash. <laughs> the Blash. The Blash. <laughs> or the Flack? <laughs> no, neither one of those are good, but that is objectively the worst of the two. <laughs> so, so Shade is like, look, I know where Iris is. She's in the Dark Tower over here, and we get the Tower of Darkness. <laughs> Stephen King would be proud. Anybody and... see a lone gunslinger around here? Mm-hmm. It's the Shade. Oh uh, yeah, I posit- Actually, you know what? he is the lone gunslinger. Interesting. Hot. Into it. Hot. A gentleman Honest. gunslinger. Yeah. Just, Hot. just throw a gentleman into anything. A gentleman mm-hmm. thief. A gentleman gunslinger. A gentleman superhero. A gentleman supervillain. I mean, I mean there's like, a Spider-Man villain called the Gentleman. Let's be real. Yeah. That's like it's great. One yeah. of my favorite mm-hmm. characters in My Hero Academia. It's Gentle Criminal. Like, Hell yeah. Yes. I just it's. 
Eric, are you reading She-Hulk right now? Of course I am. Okay, I was going to say, there's a really great of gentleman theme from She-Hulk right now. Yes, there is. <laughs> and isn't he just the best? Isn't he just kind of the best? <laughs> isn't he just Nightwing? He's just I mean, Nightwing. Yeah, he's like Italian Nightwing. It's sick. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, we see... Batman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> living a blood haven uh, so it's cozy the the shot the shade is basically like look she's probably in there and they're like all right we got to go in there we got to rescue her and shade's like mm, look before you do that you should know i've known where hope is the entire time she is in the tower and the Shadowlands have taken both her and Iris, and they are now the queens of the Shadowland. Whoa! Wow! What? They, they, they Madeline Priord Hope O'Dare. Exactly. <laughs> She's just Madeline Pryor, baby. Steampunk <laughs> Madeline Pryor, which I am into. I'm less into. That's <laughs> fair. So, chapter 12. Uh, we, we cut to a few days ago, and you can tell it's a few days ago because it looks like New York City yesterday. <laughs> Everything has an amber has an amber filter on it. Yeah. Oh, 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 my New York brothers and sisters and NB pals. Hope you're doing safe out there. Don't breathe. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Where there's a N95s are your friend. Yep. Yes. And so we get this cute little thing that's established here, and I kind of wish it was established earlier, and I think it's because Joshua Williamson only thought of it at when he After was writing the... this issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would be a lot better if it was established earlier, wouldn't it? But yeah. Kid Flash keeps trying to guess Flash's name, and I think it's really fun. I think it's really fun. I think it's really cute, and it gives that dynamic an interesting uh, twist. Yeah. And something that kind of sets it apart from other superhero and sidekick dynamics. And so we see the Shade, Flash, and Kid Flash battling against the forces of darkness as Hope and Iris, who have been uh, Shadeified, are sending wave after wave of shadow demons at them. They are eventually overwhelmed. However, Barry gives KF the speech of look i understand you don't trust me i understand how much your past can become an obsession for you i made my entire life focused around the death of my mother but i did that meant i didn't, didn't get the chance to enjoy being a kid it meant i didn't get the chance to enjoy growing up i don't want that for you i want you to be a kid and get that time he's like you can trust me because i trust you and the two of them get that fun moment uh kid flash uses the venom blast to blast away the uh, uh -huh. the, uh, the shadow uh -huh. demons and the two uh the two speedsters race off to the shadow tower where uh hope has captured the shade uh, Barry and Wallace show up. They're able to, uh, you know, take Iris away as the Shade tries to pull the darkness away from Hope. Uh, Iris breaking free on her own is kind of fucking cool. It's pretty cool. Again, Iris West. Fucking the cool. best. Uh, 
Um, they then decide, wait a second, we, we just have to eliminate the shadows by drowning this entire place in light. And, uh, Wallace and Barry power up. They look at each other. They put hands on his shoulders and go, Hey, and they, <laughs> I mean, it's literally just Miles Morales. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of unfortunate. It yeah. is. And this is, is really two is. years before that movie comes out. Yeah. And that yeah. says something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's unfortunate. And I, and I don't want to say that that's what happened here, but it kind of feels like it. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. they do the super, the super fist bump. Yeah. Wonder drown... Twin powers activate. Yeah. Form of a lightning storm. I'm just water. I'm just a bucket of water. That's all I am. Just a bucket of just a yellow bucket of water with the kid flash symbol on it. Yeah. I don't want a yellow bucket of water, dog. Just a yellow bucket. That What's wrong with a yellow oh, bucket? Oh, 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 I thought you meant it was a yellow water. Yeah, no, I thought you said it was yellow water. No. I was like, bro, I don't <laughs> I like, want that. No. Dog. That ain't water. Yeah. <laughs> it's just apple juice, guys. It's apple juice. Mm, so apple juice right now. they're able to get back to Central City. Everyone is okay. The Shade and Hope are able to reconcile. And then we get a very interesting moment where they go off to, you know, continue their love story. And he goes... It has been too long since we've been home. And he looks at Flash and he says, let your lovely wife get some rest, Flash. Give her my regards. And Barry goes, wife? We're, we're not married. And just for a brief moment, there's that hesitation. And the shade goes, huh, my mistake. As they whisk away. You could fucking hear homeboy from Stargirl saying Bro, so much. That. Oh God! My mistake. Fuck, fuck! The way he cheeses it, you could just hear him say it. It's delicious, and it it makes sense because we we know that the shade has been in the Shadowlands for God knows how long. So he may have missed out, just like Wally did on the reset. Mm -hmm. He might still remember. Mm -hmm. And so. Barry and Wallace carry Iris off, get her home. Um, the two of them now having reconciled their uh, relationships. So now Barry and Wallace are back on the same page. Wallace runs off to do his thing and be a kid as well as be Kid Flash. Barry goes home and he recognizes to have a life outside of the powers, outside of work. Seeing how the shade got lost in his own self-doubts reminded me of my own worries recently, that the tragedies of my past mean I should be alone. But even the shade and hope have made it work. They know that their love is worth the risks. He races off and knocks on the door of Iris West. And he asks Iris on a date. And I wish it had one of those the beginning tags on it. Yeah, that'd be delicious. That'd be so good. Delicious. And so we come to chapter 13. 
we've gone from Halloween to Christmas! This Christmas! It'll be Halloween on Christmas, and in the night we'll wish this never ends. We'll wish this never ends. Right? Where are you? And And I'm I'm so so sorry. sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. I fucking love that song. That (laughs) song is the voice of a generation. Uh, That album is Blink-182's best album. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. I think Self-Titled is their best album. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's their best album. I'm more than Angels and Airwaves guy myself. Uh, of course. Cause Don't waste your time on me. You're already a voice inside my head. Oh my so god! I miss wow. you. So, uh, there used to we... be the theme song to some mountain show on the CW. So thanks for bringing it right back to the CW right there. <laughs> hey, happy to do so. That's yeah, really good. <laughs> uh, but chapter thirteen brings us another new artist. That being Neil Googe, the, well, the most who, who's fun returning man. from last volume. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. It still <laughs> looks good. I still it love good. it. Uh, Jacob disagrees. Apparently, Jacob <laughs> <so we laughs> disagrees. We see that this is the Christmas issue, uh, which just makes me think of the Ted Lasso Christmas episode, la, la, which is objectively la, 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 la. one of the best episodes oh. of the entire show. Oh, yeah, it is. Remember when Richard shows up at the Higgins <sighs> house with the super hot girlfriend so and good. one of Higgins' kids discovers his sexuality that yeah. day? <laughs> <laughs> So we see uh, Barry and Iris go on their date. Hell yeah. I don't love the, uh, I just don't love this restaurant, maybe. It feels weird. Yeah. It feels the restaurant a little, is not good. It, it feels a little appropriate whatever that word is yeah it's uh offensive uh, yeah there we go there's the word i'm looking <laughs> for yeah. the word offensive yeah. uh, so they go very to... bad no good don't do it because you can go to a sushi restaurant and not everyone is dressed up as a geisha just gonna yeah say it. just letting you know just gonna just gonna but say the, it but but yeah. but what about the authenticity nope nope, nope. nobody nope. likes nope. the authenticity nope no nope it's not We're good. not doing that today. It's not good. <laughs> We're not doing that today. It's not so, good. <laughs> so Look, I just like it when I go a, into a Mexican restaurant and I see everybody wearing sombreros and big mustaches. That's just oh boy, that's just my oh favorite boy. kind of thing. That's like that's oh my kind boy. of thing. I'm just saying no, thank you. If you're tuning in for the first time, because every podcast is someone's first podcast, I would like to let you know that I am Asian and Jacob is Mexican. Just to give you a little bit of context. So uh, no bueno, we, no especially. So, I love that song. So we see uh Barry and Iris go on the sushi date, which is, I think objectively, maybe one of the first one of the best first date spots is a sushi place. So I would disagree because I don't like sushi. Yeah, that's fair. So we see that while they're on their date, Iris is very intent on them not having any distractions. So both of their phones are turned in while Wallace gets to go be the flash for an evening. 
and he runs headfirst into Tar Pit, everyone's favorite rogue, Tar Pit, AKA, aka Hot Clayface. Not that kind of hot. And <laughs> we see I mean... temperature, 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 temperature hot. So if you're unaware, Tarface is basically molten lava. Uh, y'all remember Moana? Y'all remember the villain of Moana? It's no. basically that. Yeah, Dwayne oh, Rock okay. Johnson. Oh, okay. The, 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 well, mm, uh, we're going to move on. I've lost the plot on that. Yeah. So we see Tar Pit is robbing a toy store on Christmas. Come on. Come <laughs> on, man. And Kid Flash stops him from uh, from robbing this toy store. We find out he's not robbing the toys. He's robbing the money. Um, meanwhile, we get a quick rundown of Barry's love life from the beginning of the new 52 till now. Oh my God. Some interesting faces here. Patty Spivet, objectively one of the best. Patty yeah. Spivet. Oh my God. The Patty Spivet. Oh I'm God. still really bitter about CW Patty Spivet. Me too. Especially learning the whole thing about that. Yes. Like, why that, that happened? Because I didn't know about that until like this year. <laughs> Malcolm, give us, give us the cliff notes on that. Let us know. Yeah. So, uh, oh man, I I want to look up her name because I want to give her proper credit. Uh, Patty Spivet's wonderful on that show. She's great, right? Um, Yeah, she got written out of the show surprisingly because uh, the people behind the show, a certain person behind the show who was a gross person, uh, started kind of being gross towards her. She wasn't having it, and so he wrote her out. It was Uh, Chantel Van Santen. Chantal Vincent, thank you. Patty Spoo was fucking great on that show. Yep. It was so good. And then they just wrote her out immediately, randomly, out of nowhere. For no reason. Because was... Homeboy was fucking gross. Andrew Kreisberg, fucking yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah. fuck Andrew Kreisberg. Sucks. Sucks. So we see Patty Spivet, we see Mina Dewan, and then we see one Ooh-hoo! Jessica Cruz. Yeah, it's just because they yeah. made out in Justice League a few times. That's all. Just a few times. Which is, I think, objectively a weird pairing. Because I'm in my kind, world... I'm kind of about it. <laughs> because in, in, in my headcanon, Jessica's made, like, early 20s. Barry's gotta be, like, 35. That's fair. Mm. And I mean, I, I, I get there's the whole lost decade and stuff, but I, I feel a little <laughs> weird about it. Is that what he told everyone in the Justice League? When I was like, hey, so uh, it's God. a little weird that you're sucking face with Jessica. He's like, wait, but guys, we lost time. We lost, we lost time. 10 years. <laughs> you should really be my age. You but don't then that understand. would make you 45. No, no, no. no. Don't think we about it too much. We lost time. But it was a lost decade. <laughs> There's a lost decade out there. We lost time. <laughs> That's what I'll tell anybody. Spinning around in <laughs> You don't understand. We lost time. And so Iris kind of brings up like, you've dated a bunch of people. I have not. And I feel kind of weird about that. You're kind of a slut. And Barry's like, look, I get it. Barry's face at the bottom is so fucking funny. That is is major Fred Jones energy. And not just because he's dressed that like Fred Jones. Red fucking Jones energy. He's like, what? 
You're the not bear, Daphne. The buried <laughs> treasure. <laughs> and so, of course, the only person who could be doing this is Red Herring. Oh, wait. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to call in because you're probably roping me into one of your stupid crimes. <laughs> and just Damn to let it. you know, I didn't do it. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> Fucking love Red Herring. That's 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 still my favorite version of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I love it. I love that's it. So that good. and Mystery Incorporated, the two best. Oh yeah, shit! That shit Mystery is Incorporated, good shit. Really impressive. So good. If you haven't yeah. lately, go I don't watch love Mystery Incorporated. Mystery Incorporated, fucking good. It yeah. drives. Yeah, yeah, it does. It drives like the Mystery Machine. The <laughs> so Kid Flash goes up against Tar Pit and is yeah, able to use the snow to cool him down. Yeah, enough to let the cops get there. Um date between Barry and Iris continues, but then Tarpit brings up, look, the money wasn't for me. Before my dad died, he owed a pair, or before my bro died, he owed a pair of lowlife some dough. They kidnapped his little boy and girl from their mom. I don't know where they are, but they said if I didn't steal for them tonight, they'd, I can't even say it. My bro might have been a criminal, but they are the only family I have. And you gotta look out for family. His kids shouldn't have to pay for his sins, you know? <laughs> Wallace and says, I again, do. And then we get, we get another ugly reverse flash. I just picture... <laughs> every time he shows up, he's always yelling. So every time I picture him, I just hear him like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see him, I just hear, man. Ross is like, you know what? I get it, man. I'm going to help you out. And this all of a sudden becomes uh, comfort and joy from J the Justice League cartoon. Yep. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah it is. Yeah. Uh, my yearly Christmas tradition. Oh, yeah. Where That's we see... I, every year where we see uh the kids being held by these low-life gunmen kid flash takes them out drops them off at uh, central city pd rescues the kids and races off into the night barry and iris get to finish their date they recognize hey we're really bad at dating because both <laughs> of us have lives and we're we're it's very difficult for us to have that work-life balance but i feel like this is worth exploring we can try. They come inside to Iris's house and find Wally just there with a couple cups of hot cocoa. And he's like, up. Oh, I forgot how hot, how hot, how long hot cocoa uh, takes to make. Um, here you go. I'm going to go. Wallace being a wingman of the year here. Wallace yes. in there saying, that's an awfully hot cocoa pot. Should I dump it on Donald Trump? Probably not. <laughs> Excellent. Bars. That's, so, that's a Marshall Mathers original. <laughs> so Wallace runs off into the night uh, and goes and does some charity work. Uh, Tar Pit gets to, you know, have a sweet moment with his niece and nephew while he's in imprisoned uh, and Barry. And his and nephew has a kid flash action figure. By the way, yeah, which yeah. McFarlane cool. toys, I guess. Yeah, he's got the McFarlane yeah. toys figure already. That's crazy. Hey, 
when 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 you're rescued by the superhero, you know, you get certain perks like that. I guess that's fair. Like a DJ, DJ Rubber Ducky. You just this is <laughs> Rubber replacing Ducky. the DJ Rubber Ducky with the DJ <laughs> Rubber Ducky. You're so the one. we see Barry and Iris getting to have this sweet moment. It's Christmas time. He says, "Why don't we just enjoy the hot cocoa together and see what happens, Barry? Let's stay inside." And away from the cold. And almost fucking on cue, we get those dumb fucking glasses. I love it. As one Leonard Snart is driving Fuck. this nice ass car. This is the best part of the volume for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <This is> rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is where I was like, oh my god, it just turned into Breaking Bad. We just left the earth all fall, <laughs> and we're in Breaking Bad now. This is so good. We see him roll up. You know what? A fucking young Brian Cranston would have been an incredible, incredible Captain Cold. Like, yeah, like snark, you're right. right. We're talking like Hal from Malcolm in the Middle yes. days. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been. He rolls up to this random guy who has a blueprint for something. They do the exchange. Guy gets the sketchy dude gets paid. He gets the uh, the blueprint. He's like, you know, some people might pay a bit extra to keep what you've got a secret, if you know what I mean. And Snark goes, I know exactly what you mean. He whips around and he says, but no one crosses the rogues, and he fucking ices him. Yes, fucking literally, sick, dude. Which it's brings so up exotic. an interesting question. Because the last time that we saw him and the rest of the rogues, uh -huh. they were their new 52 selves where they had powers. powers. But if you read, what was it? Forever Evil? Uh, yeah, Forever Evil and then Justice League afterwards, yeah. They were drained of their powers. Yeah. So this might be a bit confusing. But... We're back to prime rogues, baby. Hell yeah, baby. So that wraps up this volume. Again, a shorter volume, but a good one to be sure. And I just, I love that we're going to be getting our rogues back. Woo! We've been foreshadowing yeah. it. Rogues are returning very soon. Yeah. Uh, so, gentlemen, final thoughts on the volume and uh, what was your favorite part? We're going to go to Malcolm first. Uh, I don't love the Speed of Darkness story. I think it's okay. Um, it like we talked about at the beginning, it kind of just brings us to a screech. You know, it's it's very TV. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very TV. Um, but it's got some pretty great moments in there. Issue nine is pretty great. Uh, sure and then honestly, I really like issue thirteen. Um. I, I like the pacing of that, and I think that feels like a that feels like an episode of a TV in a good way. Um, yeah. uh, and then, I mean, just sorry, genuinely, the best part, if it's not the Jay Garrick helmet, it's seeing Captain Cole just fucking murder Aaron yes. Hall there off the page. It's <laughs> uh, God, it's so good, uh, Jacob. Uh, yeah, just to reiterate what uh, Malcolm said, this is a sophomore, this is a sophomore, like, like volume, like there's from the last issue to this, it's really nothing really progresses. And yeah, the, the Jay Garrick uh, uh, helmet was really cool. Um, and um, a lot of this is just very much just the TV show and, and um, the uh, um, a little bit of like mirroring too much of Miles Morales. And uh, but 
I think my my favorite is the end. I like Captain Cold. I like the rogues. The rogues are my yep. favorite part of Flash. So like when I realized that they weren't going to be in these two volumes, I was like, oh, okay, all right. Well, I guess that's too bad. <laughs> Which is funny to bring this up real quick on my feed for some reason. Uh, the clip of Gorilla Grodd uh, attacking Barack Obama. Yeah, a young Barack Legends. Obama from oh, yeah. Legends and stuff like popped up in my thing, and I was like, yeah. "When does this happen in the Flash?" And it was like, "No, this is in Legends." And I'm like, "Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. good." That's yeah. what I was trying to remember. I was like, "Why? Why was Gorilla Grodd a part of this?" And like, uh, yeah, I, it, it kind of reminded me. I don't know why that just popped. That popped in my great episode. Week, so it was one yeah. of my favorites. Really but, good episode. And really good episode. And it just also love the episode with yeah. George Lucas. Really yeah, good. Great episode, exactly. which I think is like um, one of the next episodes after that. Yeah. Yeah. Great season of Legends of Tomorrow. Guys, good guys. Really but, great season. But but for me also is um uh fuck. It's it's the director who it gets inspired to create Godzilla. Uh that was really yep, one of my that one favorite. is great too. That was actually great one of my episode. Favorites. Hell yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. Good. Great yeah. show. Great that's show. Really good, that's a really underrated. good season. It's like, such a good underrated show. show. Really fucking good. It was really deserved to get an actual finale. Yes, yes. I uh, with the final okay. season having Donald Faison as uh, as Booster Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really deserved yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm with but you yeah. guys. Uh, I don't think this was as strong as the first volume, unfortunately, but I did enjoy it. I think the best parts are kind of the bookends, the first and last issue of the volume. Mm -hmm. But I love the shade as a rogue and as a villain for the flash yeah um and that as was, a reformed that villain too that's what I, was, I wanted to point out too is i forgot um i my only reference to the shade has been the justice league show and i thought he was kind of just like that yeah. and so to see him more developed in this in this volume was kind of like the highlight i kind i i uh he's my favorite part of the the volume was genuinely the i would love to see what you think of star girl like I think you yeah. would enjoy it. I know Jacob, there's a lot of hangups, it, but it's so it's made for book. you. No, it's yeah. truly made for you. I'm, You'll love it. I'm I'm been meaning to get to it. I'm just still stuck in the season where everything is leading up to Final Crisis. That's where I am in terms of all the CW I see. shows. I see. You're still waiting on Crisis on Infinite Earths. So I'm get still you. waiting for it's that to right. happen in my world. <laughs> on, on on earth five earth jacob he's still waiting for crisis to come out yeah i'm still I'm waiting i'm still wondering why like a lot of people are disappearing and things like that and that's like, <laughs> like why why is that um, happening one of my favorite moments leading up to that is the uh the black lightning conclusion of that where mm -hmm. everything dies oh. as uh black lightning is pulled from his world great yep. moment great my favorite. setting my favorite is still john Wesley Shimp, uh, like all of a sudden running to back in his classic flash and being like in devastation yep. and like all of that. And then running towards the, the, the camera, very a la nineties flash yep. style. And Hell yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's that shit. Great moment. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I, I think my favorite part was genuinely the Jake Eric tease. I, I'm a Jake Eric boy. I love him with my whole heart. Uh, so I'm excited to eventually get get him back in the series. But that does it for this week's, uh, for this volume at least. But before we get to next week, Malcolm, we've got some emails. So what time is it? <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about my villainous uncle. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> if you would like to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com. Put book club mailbag or flash fam club ma- mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Our first email comes from good brother Jacob. No, uh, Tristan Maldonado. Hey, what's up, Tristan? What up, team? Uh, Tristan do? writes, "What's up, Explain Crew? Hope all, hoping all is well with all of you. When listening to part one of the series, I realized how cool Godspeed would have been if he was an antihero instead of being a villain. He could have been a cool foil and be like Batman's Ghost Maker before Ghost Maker was created. Would Barry and August still be friends if that would happen?" Also, I find it funny that Wally and Ace are now just nicknames for their real name. Wally for Wall and Ace for Ace. Wallace. <laughs> Wallywood. This uh, is yeah. for the group. I want to showcase a wish list of future Marvel and Dawn of DC books I would like to see published. You don't have to look at all of them, but you guys can look at the ones that pique your interest. So he's got a list here <laughs> um, of Marvel and DC books that slap um i'm gonna point out a few of them that sound really freaking cool um first off i gotta i gotta give it up to champions by scotty young and patrick gleason that sounds hell yeah okay um he he's coming for the for the throat with us with uh thor days of thunder by daniel warren johnson oh yes wow it would slap yeah give me that young thor my DWJ, uh, I'm here for it. Hundred yeah. percent. Uh, yeah. This one I thought was really interesting. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man by Rainbow Roll and Olivier Coipel. Yes, yes. Super yes. into that idea. Rainbow yes. Roll is currently writing the She-Hulk book that we mentioned earlier and crushing yes. it. Yes, she is the best underrated writer at Marvel right now. Yeah, totally agree. Because um, she and- does relationship comics. And yeah. What do people want Amazing Spider-Man to be? A relationship comic. Relationship comic. Um, And then he's got two back-to-back Nova comics. One Richard Ryder Nova by Kieran Gillen and Lucas Wernick, which sounds awesome. I like Uh, half of that. And then Sam Alexander Nova by Kelly Thompson and Stuart Immonen, which is very cool. Yes. Uh, On the DC side of things, uh, he has Green Lantern Corps by Christopher Cantwell and Francis Manipal, which sounds awesome. Fuck yeah. That sounds great, actually. Uh, Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern by The Hive Mind and DK Ruan. I am all over that book. That was made just for you. (laughs) That was made just for me. Just for you. Um, I think he's mentioned this in a previous email, but Multiversity Tim Drake Nightwing by Tom King and Travis Moore. Would yeah, be very cool. I'd, I'd fucking mm-hmm. kill for that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, um, so I'd fuck that. Yeah. I mean, Connor Hawk, Green Arrow by Branton Stein. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, yeah I'd, to that I'd idea. Be here for it. And then, as I guess a sequel to his uh, his other year one miniseries, Arkham Year One by Tom King and Mitch Jarrods. Ooh, sounds awesome. Cool. Uh, he writes, I also saw Across the Spider-Verse, and it was freaking, and he put, one, two, three, six fire emojis. Uh, it was so good, and the ending blew my mind. Can't wait for 2024. Also, Spider-Punk was the best character in the movie. Also, I've read <laughs> these books that I got from Barnes & Noble from my anime field trip. He's read so far Robin by Joshua Williamson, Volume 3, Hell New 52 yeah. Nightwing, Volume 1, Titans Rebirth, Volume 1, which will pair very nicely with this with yes, this it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Batman by Long Halloween by Loeb and Sale. He said that's his favorite read so far. That's all I have for right now. I hope you guys have a great weekend and see you guys later. Peace. Thanks, Tristan. 
Uh, great oh, yeah. books. Great books. Uh, yeah. Next email comes from Jacob Goodhart. Hey, what's up, twin? Jacob. Uh, he writes, Dear Geeksway Book Club. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, I didn't know what you were. <laughs> <laughs> How has it taken us that long to do that bit? That's I've been really waiting. I've been waiting. That was really funny. Here, like, uh, happy to see that you guys did, in fact, include the DC Rebirth issue in this first episode. That whole scene with Flash giving pizza to people actually sort of happened in real life. When, for the midnight release of the book, Jeff Johns and Scott Snyder got pizza for everyone waiting in line at Midtown Comics for the midnight release of the book. That's really oh, cool. That's nice. I did not do that for the people at my shop. No, he didn't, and I'll forever I be bitter not. about it. I did not. Uh, I was on my way to go see Across the Spider-Verse <laughs> no, after work. he had pizza for himself. That's yeah. what he did. He was He's sitting sh- behind the counter should, with, he was with a stack of pizza boxes. Yeah, just, just eating, eating them. No, I actually had, I believe, chilies that night. Wow, and you didn't chilies. bring any chili for us. Yeah. Real uncool. Real unflash-like. So he writes, I was on my way to go see Across the Spider-Verse after work when the episode dropped, so I didn't get to it right away. It got me inspired to do my own Spider-Man animation this month. I can't do as much work as I used to since I got a full-time job, but I still do animation work on my free time when I can. Hell yeah. Sick. But enough about last week's book and the return of the best Flash, Wally West. For a single issue. While Ace is very clearly <laughs> Barry's partner, I honestly like him and Wally's dynamic more since Wally was in Ace's shoes at his age and knows what he's going through. Though I also get not explaining everything since learning there's another version of you might be trippy. But seeing Wally again and him connecting through Ace over understanding how questionable parenting can affect you is really sweet. I really wish Wally got to show up more in this than being relegated to the Titans book. But we'll get to Wally's dot 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 destination eventually. We also got some fun teases. Jay's helmet for one, the rogues returning, but if you look closely at the full page splash on issue nine, you can see a certain formula on a chalkboard. Yes, sir. Uh, in the meantime, my question for this week, this base, this episode basically covers how the Flash works with a sidekick. My question to you is, if you guys were superheroes, would you feel comfortable having a young sidekick like Robin or Kid Flash? Keep riding the lightning, Jacob Goodhart. I am going to speak for myself. I do not think I would trust myself with a kid's sidekick, so I am going to say no. Malcolm, how do you feel? Uh, I've thought about this before, and I, I, I listen. It, it helps that I'm old, you know. Uh, <laughs> but Malcolm is sixty-five years old, by the way, people. Yeah, and looking <laughs> so, great, so, so, my yeah. yeah, thank you. Looking I moisturize and black don't crack, so thank you. Yeah, that's exactly uh, right. Uh, I, I, I would have like a, like a, probably no younger than like 16 year old sidekick, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jacob. Yeah. I've thought about it. Uh, uh, I don't, I, I will say this, like if I'm going to be a superhero, I don't trust I'm smart enough to like <laughs> see all the loops and ends of it. Um, uh, so I would absolutely have a sidekick, but it can't be younger than 21. Because mm. of the fact that uh, that it's just like somebody more somebody younger than that is is going to be too hype and too like uh, too like too high energy you, for you. Well, not just that, but I meant like uh, I meant like it's still learning and everything like that, and may be able to see the holes and things and stuff that I don't see. But at the same time, I'm going to put up with a kid attitude, and <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to handle that. So. I'd rather put up with somebody who's like closer to like, you know, my age than, than actual be a teenager. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I, 
I just, I don't think I would be a good mentor. So I am going to say, I don't, I wouldn't trust myself with a sidekick. Hey, I don't think that's true. I, I think, think you he, would be a good mentor. Yeah. No. But Better I than think, me, I will say I think you, I don't know. I would love to see grumpy old man Jacob with <laughs> a Dick Grayson style Robin running around with him. Just like, can we get McDonald's? It's like, no, no, we have McDonald's at home. <laughs> <laughs> get back. I need you back on the field. Hurry up. Uh, Jacob, Jacob <laughs> also writes flash though. fact of the week. When Wally arrives in issue nine, he stops an explosion by stealing the speed of the explosion and basically sapping the power from it. Wally, however, wasn't the first speedster to use this power. In fact, it was Savitar. Wally eventually learned this trick from himself. When Wallace West of another universe, otherwise known as the Dark Flash, different from the Black Flash, Malcolm, Mm -hmm. uh, in which Mm -hmm. Linda Park died, met him. Dark Flash once used the ability on Dr. Alchemy's brain, slowing down parts of it while accelerating others to give him an aneurysm. Yeah, he did. Real bad stuff from that Dark yeah, Flash. Yeah, he did. Dark Flash rules. Dark Flash <laughs> is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, real quick, flash fact. Malcolm. Uh, flash fact. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse is uh, maybe the best movie I saw this year. Flash I'm, fact. I'm a, I'm a rough critic. Uh, flash fact. Quick, quick. Flash fact. Uh, honestly, Grant Gustin is the best Flash I've ever seen. You goddamn right. That's a Flash fact. Yeah. You goddamn right. That's a Flash fact. That is absolutely a Flash fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Flash fact. This new Birds of Prey book is going to be incredible, and y'all are just mean. Fuck, I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's so fucking good. Ah, Uh, Jacob, new new Birds of Prey book written by Kelly Thompson, art by Leo Romero, which I'm really excited Ah! about. They've been revealing the members so far, and so far we have Black Canary, Cassandra Kane, and Big Barda. I've been updating cool. Twitter the entire time we were recording to see if they announced the fourth person yet. <laughs> we, we've got two reds. We've got two reds. They're all color coded. So still, still, still not interested in Birds of Prey. Still That's fine. Interested. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but this book is gonna slap. I bet it will. I bet. Uh, next up, we have a letter from our good brother Adam Stringfellow. Adam. Adam writes, hey there, Team Flash. Hope y'all are doing well and off to a good week so far. And hopefully y'all were able to catch Across the Spider-Verse this week because holy shit, it was a fucking masterpiece. Any chance that the three of y'all could do a review on it at some point in the future? I shift the eye emojis. Anyway, for my question this week, I want to ask the three of y'all this. What exactly is the difference between Reverse Flash and Professor Zoom in the comics? Like, what are the similarities and differences between the two of them? I know that Reverse Flash is Eobard Thawne and the primary arch nemesis of Barry, and I know he's the one who killed Barry's mother. And I know that Hunter Zolomon is the primary arch nemesis for Wally, but most of my knowledge of them comes from the Flash TV series. As far as the comics go, both men have similar personalities, costumes, and motives to kill their respective Flash. So is one more dangerous and psychotic than the other, or are they both more or less interchangeable? And what's the primary difference between the two of them? And between the two of them, which one of do y'all think is more interesting as a character? Would love to hear y'all's answers on this, since I've wondered this for years now, and would love to get more clarification take care team stay healthy and hydrated and i'll catch y'all next week all the best and much more adam so a couple things adam um first of all a big difference between hunter and eobard is that their um their primary motives are not the same nope eobard's is to eventually kill barry but hunter's Mm -hmm. hunter zolomon's main motive is to make wally a better 
Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of them are incredible characters. And to give you kind of the breakdown, the difference being obviously Hunter is a, a modern day character. Eobard is from, you know, millennia in the future. Hunter's whole backstory was that he was a friend of Wally's. If you picked up Flash number 800, it gives you a great breakdown saying, it tells on you exactly Hunter. exactly what you need to know. Yeah. Everything you need to know about that character. Go check it out. It's almost, mm-hmm. It's also the swan song for Jeremy Adams and the Flash, which makes me uh, a sad boy. Eric, I read that story like a month ago, and I wanted to tell you how good that fucking last story was. Bro, it's so good. <laughs> because it's – it. Jacob, Jeremy Adams' last Flash story is just that one episode of Batman the Animated Series where the yeah. mooks are all sitting around the table talking about how they almost beat him. Uh, it's almost no, got I, I him, almost but got for him. the Flash. Yeah, but it's part. for the Flash. Is it is it where like Mark Hamill reprises as the uh, as the trickster and it's just that one little like off character too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like really. In funny. my mind, that's what happened. In but yeah, it's a g- fucking ah, oh, such a great issue. But that issue Flash does... hundred is fantastic. It's that's incredible. Uh, Josh Williamson's story. Yep. So good. So good. But so the main, good. you know, the main writer for the Hunter Hunter Zolomon stuff, Jeff Johns, does return with Scott Collins on art, which I fucking mm-hmm. love. Um, mm-hmm. it gives you the breakdown on Hunter Zolomon. But he was a character who was a a crime pathologist for his city, and he was best friends with Wally West. They were work buddies. Yeah, yeah they got he pretty was, close. He was essentially Wally's Commissioner Gordon, who worked in the police department. They were allies. He called on him when needed. But an accident caused him to have both of his legs broken because that, Gorilla Grodd that accident got real Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and when sense. he came to the Flash asking him to go back in time to stop this from happening, Wally refused because he didn't want to mess with the timeline. And so Hunter decides, I am going to go back in time myself and uses a kind of janky in progress of building cosmic Uh treadmill and gets unmoored from time. So his connection isn't really a connection to the speed force at all. He is unmoored from time. So his power is that he goes in and out of the time stream, which gives yeah. the illusion of super speed. Huh. I love Hunter Zolomon as a character. I love Hunter Zolomon. He's he so is an sick. incredible villain. He's really, so really love him. He's uh, terrifying. I wanted to go on record right here, right now, that I genuinely, up until this point, thought Reverse Flash and Professor Zoom were the same person. Well, here's hey, the thing, Jacob. That's yeah. fair. Reverse Flash and Professor Zoom are the same person. But Hunter Zolomon is just is Zoom. Zoom. He's just Zoom. Yeah, he's but just the Zoom. Reverse Flash is Professor Zoom. Okay. Yeah. So. So the Reverse Flash is, the is both Zoom and Professor Zoom, but oh my god, Zoom I... isn't the Reverse Flash. Stop, yes. comics. Stop doing this bullshit. <laughs> stop doing this fucking bullshit because this is why this is why the general public really hates you sometimes. <laughs> this is why they're like, so who is this guy? It's like his reverse flash, and it's like, but what about this Zoom guy? It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just it's the same guy. He's the same guy. It's like, oh, okay, well, it's more comics. Do you want ants? Because like, this is how you get ants. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the, exactly the biggest difference between Professor Zoom and Zoom is that Professor. Zoom is the ultimate hater, while mm-hmm. Zoom is actually your support system. 
giving you tough yeah. luck. So weird. And their powers Funny. are different too. And their powers are different as well. Their costume is very similar. Uh, yeah. Typically, the biggest you know uh, aesthetic difference is you can look at the eyes. Um, mm -hmm. Eobard Thawne's mask is usually just like berries, where it shows his eyes. Where Zoom's mask is actually just the eye holes are completely black with just very tiny red pupils. It's terrifying to look at. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. I always thought that he had lenses. I always thought of it that he had like lenses over his eyes, like purple lenses. I and thought so as well. On the but That's then you read issue 800 of The Flash, oh, and I guess he doesn't right. have yeah. the costume, and he, he still has have... those eyes. Yeah, no, you're but right. But who's to right. say? You're right. Um, but yeah, I I personally. So let's let's Gross. let's decide here, uh, Malcolm. Who do you think is more interesting as a character, Eobard or Zoom? They're both super interesting. They I are. think as a character, maybe maybe uh Zolomon is more interesting because his motivation of like i want to make the flash a better hero and the only way to do that is through tragedy is super interesting yeah um so i think he might be the more interesting character but i as i said before i love reverse flash he's my <laughs> favorite he's my motherfucking favorite i love that guy uh, yeah. hate uh, game is strong <laughs> yeah what about you jacob uh double with malcolm saying because like honestly um reverse flash is so very fun in terms of just being this badass and then <laughs> zoom just has this real and the fact that you guys just explained it i was just like oh yeah i can totally see uh an a uh what do you call it an earth one series on on wally being the flash and it and them and uh, like introducing Hunter Solomon in the first volume, and then it just progressively uh, and him just ultimately becomes the villain in the third volume. Yeah, uh, uh, having losing losing his legs and things like that. That yeah. it just that that's the through. That's definitely the storyline for all three of those books. Yep. Uh, I need that now. I I can visualize it, so I want it now. Um, it's it's you know, very much the Ethan Bennett of uh yes. the batman exactly yeah. right uh turn yeah. where and honestly Beck, it turns into clay when, when the yeah. show started that's kind of where i thought they were going with eddie that's what i thought they were gonna do with eddie yeah. and i was but, like oh shit that's a good way to like blend the two that's yeah. pretty smart you know <laughs> that's totally what i thought but yeah uh so i hope that answered your question adam both characters are great i'm a zolomon guy myself but i respect that i am in the minority here they're both great characters yeah um and then our final email comes from our number one non-binary fan it's bernie noma Feel Feel the burn. The burn. uh bernie writes good day caped enforcers or is it caked enforcers mm. <laughs> bernie the envy oh. from down under here uh thank you for giving such great answers to my questions it's also so nice hearing people say my chosen name bernie noma as i only changed it a few months ago thanks for the gender euphoria Absolutely. People deserve hey, to be called what they want to be called. Hell yeah, Burn. Exactly. Uh, a queer relationship, I think, please shout next word. Here we go. Needs to happen is between that webbed menace and the merc with a mouth. Wade and Peter need to have a crack at each other. Uh, it had either ended a colossal mess or continue forever as a beautiful mess. Can I hear your thoughts? So we'll do this because they, they put in a couple questions. I think they work much better as best friends, but I understand that I am in the minority when it comes to current pop culture. Uh, it would be interesting because the the thing that Marvel hates is settling Peter down with someone who provides stability, and you know who doesn't have stability? 
Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's weird seeing. It would be weird seeing Peter the one being the like the the the, the put together know, one. The, yeah, put together one in the yeah. in the relationship. It'd be really weird. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's. I think they're too drastically a, um, uh, opposite of each other. They're the same coin, but way too. That's interesting. I think opposite. they're too similar. Oh really? Oh, that's funny. I, I um, they're both messes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I listen. I'm gonna be honest with you. I meant morality, by the way. Uh, they're different uh, morality wise. <laughs> a, a hot couple, literally hot. Peter and Johnny Storm, baby. Oh yeah. See, that's See, more the ground. That. The that's, grounds have been there the for thing. years, dog. Yeah. Years. I'm, yeah. I'm into that yeah. idea more than yeah. Johnny's got that stash now. Let's Damn. go, baby. Ooh. Let's go, baby. Let's so, go. Let's make it happen. Can we pair Peter Parker in the black T-shirt from like Miles Morales with Johnny from Ultimate Sp- uh, Ultimate Spider-Man <laughs> that had like the uh, that had like the the, the hair dye? You know what I mean? Remember that? that oh God! That, that is a deep hole. That's so specific. Right Dear yeah. Lord. There you go. Those, All right. That's where it get. That's where. It that's works. where I'm at. That's, that's where, where I'm at. Links. I yeah. feel you. Yeah. I totally All feel respect. That. But that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So. Bernie continues, now before my next question, I just wanted to give my two cents on Immortal Hulk. Yes, Joe Bennett is trash and that taints the series, but in my opinion, as long as his shittiness is acknowledged and he isn't celebrated, there's nothing wrong with you celebrating the the series itself. And Al, because come on, it's Al fucking Ewing. The writing is what elevated Immortal Hulk. Someone else could have done the art, but no one else could have written it. If ultimately you still don't want to cover the series in book club, all good. I just think you as podcasters and us as listeners would have a gamma blast going through it. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I appreciate that, Burn. Means a lot. Same. Hell yeah. Um, Immortal Hulk is definitely. Afraid. I've been too afraid to bring up Immortal Hulk, actually, because of that reason. That's, <laughs> that's I was, fair. Like, I really love Immortal Hulk. Uh, yeah, I it's would... fucking stellar. I read it's the really first good. volume of it and I fell in love with it. So I would Same. love to revisit it someday. So mm-hmm. yeah. I. It, it, I think it will still be on the list. I think you make an excellent point as long as we acknowledge the faults of the people involved and don't celebrate them. We're yeah. able to celebrate the art that they contributed to. Because as it is, and we've talked about this before on this book club, it takes a village to make yeah. a comic. So yeah. uh-huh. those people should be celebrated. And it only takes one idiot to ruin that village sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to let idiot. him ruin it. We're not no, going to let him ruin it. No, of course not. So Bernie writes, now to my question. In a few podcasts, you've mentioned how cool a Vandal Savage slash Rachel Ghoul war would be. Can we hear about what you see the war being about, who's drawn into it, and cool things to happen in it? If you don't want to answer this because you're saving it for future pitches, all good. I am saving it. Yeah, you are saving it. I'm saving it because I, I really think it's got legs. And I think something really cool could be done with it. Um, I'm also kind of, I'm wary of pitching on the podcast right now, just because of all the AI bullshit that's going on. That's That's honestly why you haven't seen very many pitchets recently because they're pulling from fucking everywhere at this point. And it's hard Mm -hmm. to, you know, keep stuff and ideas like that, you know, to yourself, but I will eventually, I, I hope one day that the, the Savage Agul war will make its way somewhere. Whether it's on this podcast, whether God forbid it be in a comic book, I think it would it would be fun. 
Um, and Bernie was nice enough. They included a backup question if I couldn't answer the last one, which I appreciate. They write, which characters do you see as trans and need to go through transition, whether it be physical and or social transitioning? As always, keep up that good shit you do. Cheers, Bernie. I think the phrasing of that question is really interesting because they yeah. Yeah. they brought up the fact that it doesn't need to be a physical transition, but it could also be a social transition, which is just as valid as a physical transition. Um, I think we've talked about on the podcast before very openly how we view uh, Ultimate Jess as a trans character, and I don't oh, think yeah. that's an unpopular opinion. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of interesting groundswell for Spider-Gwen yes. in, oh, yeah. in Across the Spider-Verse mm -hmm. on, on Twitter and the other socials, which I think is very interesting. And yeah. when you look at the, the clues, the signs, they are there. They are there. Which yeah. is like, very interesting. That's kind of like becoming my headcanon now. That's a yeah. pretty great take. Yeah. I... And it's it's just because I I would love that, but at the same time I feel like in a way, and and maybe it's dumb, but I do feel like that would kind of diminish an appearance by Ultimate Jess if that was made canon. Yes. Um, but that's just me, and I recognize that that's probably an unpopular opinion. And if we can have both, let's have both. But yeah. Speaking of other characters yeah. that could go through a transition, whether physical or social, that's interesting. Do you guys have any ideas on characters that could do that? The only one I can think of, it's, uh, Eric, you'll be familiar with this because it's something that was brought up on Cerebro a long time ago. And it's something that I think of constantly in the back of my head now. Uh, Emma Frost. Yeah. Yes. Very Being a trans character, um, which I think is like a really interesting and good take uh like pretty rad take actually yeah. um that's just always in the back of my head now whenever i read emma uh well and it's interesting that you bring that up too because i think you know on the on the subject of social transitioning i think there are a lot of legs and again this was brought up on cerebro long before i had ever thought of it and made me kind of fall in love with the character even more um scott being autistic Yes. I think oh, it's a yes. very interesting take on the character, which makes a ton of sense, has a ton of evidence behind it. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Whether intentional or not. And having mm -hmm. that kind of social transitioning and, and understanding that being the case, I think would be a really interesting take for the character and kind of makes me wish yeah. that we still had uh, Teen Scott around yeah, to kind of to go really through get that. into that. Yeah, because I think, I think be having really cool. a high-profile character like Scott, who is also kind of one of your preeminent cis, het, white male characters in comics, yeah. going through something like that would be really interesting. Yeah, um, and I think that's the right way to go. Is to let's any kind of societal transitioning. Yeah, uh, I think works really well with those cis, het, white male characters. Yeah. 100%. Um, just because oh. it, it, you know, gives them something interesting. But also, you know, I mean, that's, it, that's it's, where it's, a lot of characters are in comic. Like, a it, lot it's of... It's the Alan Scott situation. It's the Alan Scott situation. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Taking a character who is way more interesting when you find out he was a closeted gay man during the 1940s. Like, that's... Yeah. It's, it's Bobby Drake yeah. stories that it opens. Yeah. You know, yeah, Bobby exactly. Drake, which, you know, was always kind of there in subtext. 
right. In a lot of places. Yeah. Like very, very obvious. But then Absolutely. once you actually commit to it, then that makes that character like 10 times more interesting. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. Uh, I was going to throw in, uh, this is an actual, like, uh, this was one of my favorite things from Supergirl, which was uh, Nia Nall turning yes. into Dream Girl. Yeah. That was like mm, one of Great my character. Love my that she's baby. popping up in the comics. My baby, baby. Uh, she, uh. she, oh my goodness. She was so good when they, like, when that happened. I was like, wait, what? What is, this is amazing. And then the yeah, other one rules. is, uh, the other one, uh, I think uh, it, it's Doctor Who. Cause uh, here. That is a great poll. Honestly, That's, great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That was the first thing I thought of was just like, well, that is a trans character now because of like yes. what happened. Yeah. And, uh, 100 percent right yeah it's uh yeah you're right i think i think that's way more interesting now uh uh in terms of just like always been like him progressing to be a man every time and um i'm i'm waiting for them to just jump the shark and make him like a different race in terms of like uh alien race like uh like a sicilian or like a wouldn't it be funny if he was like a zaron or whatever I don't or know. a jadoon yeah, exactly. A Jadoon or just something Just an entire like season of a little rhino man with his little That'd be sonic, sonic screwdriver. Just yeah. going, po, to, po, fo, wo, wo. <laughs> That'd be so tight. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for that, for them to just go to that. Just, yeah. Yeah, that that is that is very interesting. And, and I think that's a great take on that yeah. character. Like, it's, yeah. I think it's the easiest thing that you could do is introduce characters like that to like the X-Men and the Mutant and the Krakoa thing. I mean, we have Escapade. Fantastic character. Hell yeah. That was, Hell yeah. That was uh, debuted last year. Really mm -hmm. great. And we're having, I loved, by the way, seeing Escapade in this week's Before the Fall. The Hell yeah, first baby. Great, great issue. Mm -hmm. um, Superhumans is disaster relief. Who could have thought such an idea Good would idea. work so well? Mm -hmm. Wow. Good idea, huh? But yeah, I th I think that's a I think that's a great that's a great conversation piece, Bernie. Thank you for thank you for letting us have that conversation. I really dig that a lot. Thank you for letting us feel the burn. Uh, Bernie also yeah. sent us a follow up email very quick, uh, just writing short email, in all caps. Yes, please do an in depth discussion on across the Spider Verse. It's so thwipping good. <laughs> and that is the i believe third email this week that has brought up across the spider-verse which well, is... i mean it makes sense you know we 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 spent a lot of time in the ultimate universe and with we miles did. and you True. know yeah. growing I, that I character would love to. Mm -hmm. as we are recording this uh malcolm has seen it yes i have seen it jacob you have not seen it yet am i correct what's across the universe stop <laughs> Are we talking about the Beatles movie? Is that what that we were talking about? Yes, we're talking about the Beatles movie. Jason. Ah, yeah. That needs to be on stage, by the way. That whole movie. Yeah. I absolutely I agree with that, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Oh, okay. So, Jacob, have you seen Across the Spider-Verse yet? No, I have not. I okay. Have, uh, I'm so behind on everything right now. <laughs> that's well, fair. I, I, I really, I'm going to let you know, I really want to do a review with both of you guys, but okay. I do want to respect that you see things on your own time. Jacob's got a busy life, folks. He is world yeah. famous gaslight actor Jacob Brown. Oh, man. This is true. So Jacob's got a lot going on right now. So yeah, it's not he, even just there, there's fast just times that. at Jacob High, and <laughs> you just got to remember if you go too fast sometimes. It's not high you times, give, I'll tell you that. You don't, <laughs> you don't give yourself enough time to stop and smell the roses. 
No, gotta be careful. Whatsoever. What I don't even know what is. I don't even Jacob know what Brown. roses smell like anymore. <laughs> Whoa, roses really smell like boo boo boo. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, really? but uh, I I would love to see Jacob Brown get a <laughs> get a Jacob Brown's day off. Oh, yeah. Personally, yeah. I need I need now a movie that says that's that. It's just like. A, a day off would be something Jake, different. Jacob Brown's day you off. You do that. Day off. Yeah. And then That's... you, and then we can go and crash Malcolm's Corvette. Ah! Yeah. My dad's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, Birdie. Shout. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> Birdie and everybody else asking. We definitely want to. It's just a matter of yeah. time. We will yeah. we will make that review when we when we can because it is an absolute masterpiece and I definitely want to talk about it more. I gotta find the first one. I haven't seen it since it came out, so that's kind of half the reason why I haven't that's seen fair. it. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. It is weird how it's not on any streaming services and you. Yeah, have that's what is it not on it. Netflix? Nope. No, it it's was. Not on... It was for a very long time, but it's not it anymore. It was for a very long time. Oh out. shit! I had I had to I had to buy it. I mean, I already yeah. had the the Blu-ray, but I don't want to get my Blu-ray out. It's a bunch of, so I just rented it on Amazon. But mm, that's why you got to download those digital codes when you get I the Blu-rays, baby. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I got that sweet, sweet steelbook for it, baby. I did too. Maybe hell I'll just, yeah. Maybe I'll do that today. Mm. But either way, cross the Spider Verse review incoming. We'll say soon, at some point. Quick, um, quick take on it though, Eric. Yes. Quick take. Quick take. Yeah, do you want to give a quick take? Oh yeah, sure. Um, incredible film, beautiful. Um, Hot take. Visually, I think better, visual, more visually gorgeous than the first film. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I think currently I like the first film soundtrack more, and I might like the first film more as just a solo piece. Yeah. Um, but time will tell. I need to watch it a few more times. I think since. Since you uh, since you both have seen it, I will uh, I will say this. Uh, uh, I was uh, I was reading a review about the '90s Spider-Man real quick, and uh, I really want the cartoon. This to, yes, the cartoon, and uh, I want no the, to... the Spider-Man that's ninety years old. Yes. yes. Oh, Spider. <laughs> exactly. But but I I really would love it to know I I know it's probably not that but I would love it if it's the evil Peter with the carnage suit from the end of that series. That <laughs> oh yeah, the Spider main villain yeah. in that in that yeah. Spider that would be a fun carnage. full circle moment. I I think sick. that would have been really fun and still have Christopher Daniel Barnes still play the that that character. Well, God, I will I will Barnes. say um, Greg Brady really interesting. Real interesting. <laughs> That you bring up uh, former Spider-Man cartoons. I yeah, just, just think I it's yeah, really interesting. Um, but yeah, it, so it's a masterpiece. It's it, it is a masterpiece. A stellar 100%. piece of filmmaking. 100%. I can um, tell just from like the trailer, which doesn't give you anything. It was such a blah trailer I, I've ever I seen. I thought in my life. that trailer gave too much away when I first saw it, and then I watched really? the movie. And then and I watched the I movie and said, "Whoa, it didn't give me shit." <laughs> Yeah, gave I, me which I love. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I yeah. thought it never gave me anything, and that's why I was like, "Oh, they're really trying to not spoil anything in this movie." So yeah, it all, is all this. Trailers. It is truly excellent. I actually like the i i I really like the soundtrack. The soundtrack is a very different kind of thing. It feels very more different from the first one. Yes, it's more mood setting than it yeah. is like you and know. It's statement. also 
And it's also um, more helmed cool. by one artist. Yeah, well. yeah. Metro Boomin uh, really, really just, yeah. It, it's more akin to like the first Black Panther soundtrack. Yes, 100%. Oh, okay. Where like that's a Kendrick joint. And yeah. like Kendrick is producing all the songs on it. And I'm not it's saying more I didn't like the, the soundtrack. Yeah. I just think I I vibe more with the first sound first yeah. soundtrack. But I'm, we'll I'm really Again. digging this soundtrack. Uh, I like this movie way to more than the first one. I think the first one is like a perfect four star movie. Um, this one is a perfect five star movie. Love it. It's oh. it's it is truly it's truly phenomenal. a fantastic piece of filmmaking. Yeah, it's if it it is going to be, and I'm really dreading this at the end of the year when I do my my year end stuff. It is going to be an absolute just dog fight between this and guardians three for that number one spot so far Ooh, um, okay. it's gonna be tough, gonna be tough. Seeing guardians okay. three. it'll be uh, tough see, there's no way that do... it can top this or come close I, to this. I don't know man it's uh, i'm planning yeah. to do a double feature one day if i do get jacob brown's day off is just to do guardians and across the universe on the same day nice. if i can right. space it enough time Hell yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to do that soon. But regardless, we will be waiting until Jacob can see it because we want all three of us on here. Oh, yeah. We all went through the Ultimate Universe together last year and we want to continue going through the maybe Spider-Verse we can, together. Uh, maybe we could, maybe we can like find it somewhere and then like we'll do like a replay, you know, like a, what, like a commentary? An all, an all play and like commentary. Whoa, kind of oh, an audio commentary like for Across the Spider-Verse? Like, we did something like that. When, when, the, when the home release comes out, I'm yeah. into that idea. Okay. Fuck yeah. Audio commentaries are good, bro. All right. But thank you, everybody, for writing in. Once again, if you want to be part of the Geek Explained Book Club Mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put Book Club Mailbag or Flash Fam Club, Book Club, whatever, in the in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. That is going to wrap it up for this week. Next week, we are going to be digging into Volume 3 of The Flash, entitled rogues reloaded i to the fucking love that title i am very stoked on it and i cannot wait to read this i we we have been waiting for the return of the rogues and next week we are finally going to be getting it this is going to be issues 14 through 20 and uh, we're going to find out if I win the uh, the Iris is Right uh, mm-hmm. countdown. Currently, Iris clock stands at 13. 13, 13 issues and counting. But the <laughs> synopsis for next week goes like this. Captain Cold, Mirror Master, Golden Glider, Weather Wizard, Heat Wave. They're five of Central City's most wanted. They're the Flash's greatest enemies. They're the rogues. And they've gone quiet. Too quiet. The moment the Flash starts investigating their disappearance, their plan clicks into place. It's a deadly cat and mouse game that will have the fastest man alive on the run across the globe and close to home. Is the Scarlet Speedster fast enough to stop five diabolical crimes? Even if he is, can he and Wally West, Kid Flash, survive the series, the secrets they discover about Wally's father, the Reverse Flash, and the last man to see him alive? Rogue veteran turned suicide squad recruit, Captain Boomerang! Yeah. 
this is automatically going to be the best volume because ya boy digger harkness is gonna be here so tune in for that right here next week same boomerang time same boomerang channel be there or be square not a circle but for now for the explained book club i have been eric azana i was malcolm russell nelson and i was and will be jacob brown and we will see you next time I'm surprised we didn't make a Fifty Shades of Grey reference in this volume. Where would that be? The shade. Huh. Back where the others lie Feels like it always